PayPal in talks to acquire Pinterest, a billionaire hedge fund manager on inflation. Netflix delivers big on earnings and Bitcoin tops 67,000. This is the running with the money briefing. Let's get into it. And we are back. It's a beautiful day, um, at least outside. But in the markets, well, it is a bit choppy. Some volatility and some big headlines per usual. Right now, we have the Dow Jones up 143 points. NASDAQ down 11. S&P 500 up 15. And the Rust 2K up 13 as well. Meanwhile, the VIX dropping another 0.7%. So what is going on in the markets? What groups are leading the markets um, to the upside? And which ones are leading the market to the downside? You have utilities, healthcare, real estate, consumer defensive, industrials, energy, financials, all moving to the upside. Meanwhile, you're seeing technology lead the downside that's within the markets um, and communication services right behind it. Um, but that is really the makeup of the market today. So let's get into the biggest headlines that are affecting the markets. And the first one we have to talk about is this Pinterest and PayPal talk um, that is coming out uh, as we speak. Um, the first headline came out about noon and we're starting to learn more details as we go on. So according to CNBC, Pinterest is currently in late stage talks to be acquired by PayPal. Um, and that was a source familiar with the matter reporting to CNBC. Bloomberg first reported on the story earlier today. Um, and this is big stuff. Now you take a look at the reaction here. PayPal down 13 points at the moment, 5% roughly. Meanwhile, you're seeing Pinterest move to the upside. It's had quite a positive reaction. In fact, at one point it was halted. Pinterest up 14.45% as we speak. But what's going on with PayPal? Really, what's to talk? What's this acquisition talk as we speak right now? Well, according to sources, PayPal is discussing acquiring Pinterest for $70 per share. Now, that would value Pinterest at about $39 billion. Um, so definitely paying a premium to where the stock is at. But a lot of investors on both sides not liking what's going on here. If you take a look, Pinterest has been trading and was trading previously just in the past few months all the way up near $90 a share. And now it's all the way back down um, in the 60s. But still, the stock did trade several times up over 80. Um, and investors are kind of wondering what the hell is going on here uh, with PayPal potentially buying out um, and acquiring Pinterest at $70 per share. A major headline to pay attention to. We do know that PayPal has been trying to get in to the social e-commerce space more and more because these companies such as Shopify are combining this e-commerce and fintech world um, and therefore Pinterest uh, Pinterest has been struggling um, on when it comes to the monetization side per se and PayPal has been struggling to get into that social e-commerce area. So maybe it's an acquisition um, that is actually going to do very well for PayPal. Some investors wondering how PayPal can take Pinterest to the next level. So there's a lot going on here. There's quite a bit of negativity currently around the headlines instead of positivity um, and Definitely seeing the negative reaction in PayPal stock currently down 13.72 points. Ouch. Now, shifting into this big call by Paul Tudor Jones. What does Paul Tudor Jones have to say? Um, well, Paul Tudor Jones, if you don't know who he is, he is a billionaire hedge fund manager. Um, and he was on this morning with CNBC in an interview. And in this interview, they were asking him a bunch of questions about inflation. And what did he have to say about inflation? Well, he said, quote, inflation is 
probably the single biggest threat to certainly financial markets and I think to society just in general. So uh, pretty negative when it comes to the economy and uh, pretty upfront when he believes that inflation is here um, and definitely a worry. Now, he noted that that trillions of dollars, this, all these trillions of dollars that our government and our monetary system has basically um printed, you could say. Uh, That's the common term used, although it's not really how it works. But the government's been printing, and there's all this money within the system. And he basically notes how all this money is sitting on the outside of the economy or is not being used. It's just in accounts. And therefore, he believes inflation is going to continue to run hotter for longer. In fact, he went on to say in an interview, quote, inflation can be much worse than what we fear. We have the demand side of the equation, and that is $3.5 trillion greater than what it normally would have just sitting in liquid deposits they can go into stocks or crypto or real estate or be consumed so that's a huge amount of dry powder just sitting waiting to be utilized at some point which is why inflation is not going away so paul tudor jones here i'm saying inflation is going to continue to run hot it's going to continue to get hotter and we are going to continue seeing worsening inflation how did he say you should invest around this or how did uh how does he believe you should invest um if inflation is going to run quite a bit hotter and it's going to continue to move the direction it is uh has been trending i mean you take a look and throughout the interview he noted several times and basically said hey it's time to double down or go into those inflation hedges those commodities um treasury inflation protected securities um and he was a bit mixed on the equity markets he also noted that you want to avoid the fixed income area because those are going to be hit the hardest. Um, So very interesting stuff coming out of Paul Tudor Jones when it comes to inflation. Now shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day and we got Credit Suisse upgrading Ford to outperform from neutral. Now, what did they have to say about Ford? Well, here it is. Quote, when we downgraded Ford earlier last year, Our concern was that Ford was struggling in balancing the two clocks. Near-term execution issues would ultimately limit Ford's ability to adequately prepare for the long-term transition of the auto industry. Yet, in the past year, we've seen a significant turnaround underway at Ford. It has ended its cycle of quarterly earnings disappointments, and its transition to the EV digital world has sharply accelerated. So Credit Suisse upgrading Ford on really management execution and the turnaround over there um, and how Ford is really starting to advance. We also got a big call out of Bank of America reiterating Facebook as a buy, liking the stock and the earnings here next week, saying, quote, we remain constructive on Facebook's relative valuation at 21 times 2022 EPS estimate or 15 times estimated core Facebook EPS backing out Instagram, messaging assets in cash. So Bank of America thinking that Facebook's kind of cheap here um, and a lot of other firms making that same call, um, definitely going in the earnings here within the next few weeks. We have Goldman Sachs reiterating Starbucks and McDonald's as buys, saying, quote, we are buyers of McDonald's and Starbucks into the prints as we see continued momentum and share gains at McDonald's in the U.S. and improving recovery in international operating markets. Um, while we think Starbucks' recent sell-off on China concerns presents a buying opportunity for a blue chip, digitally focused international growth story. So Goldman Sachs liking the slower and consistent growth out of Starbucks and McDonald's, the recovery in some international areas, and the digital shift by these companies, naming them both buys, Starbucks and McDonald's. And then we have Deutsche Bank 
downgrading Netflix after the earnings numbers, which you're about to go through here. Um, and what did Deutsche Bank have to say about uh, Netflix and their numbers? Well, they said, quote, while on the one hand, we share the market's enthusiasm towards Netflix's very strong 4Q content slate in the optionality it brings to 4Q net ads. On the other hand, we think a 4Q subscriber beat is already more than priced into the stock. So they're basically saying all the positivity is priced in and we don't believe the stock moves higher over the next several months. Bank of America on the flip side reiterated Netflix as a buy saying, quote, recent successful content releases increased our confidence in Netflix's return to strong growth despite tough comps near term. We continue to see a long runway for Netflix to increase its market share from linear TV and we believe that it is in a strong position to continue raising prices as its engagement continues to increase. And then finally, we have a call by Morgan Stanley reiterating Tesla as overweight, saying, quote, from our investor conversations, the sentiment on SpaceX has increased substantially along with the company's valuation in the private markets. Our client survey revealed nearly two-thirds feel SpaceX could be more valuable than the company of Tesla, currently greater than a $900 billion market cap. So an interesting call here relating Tesla to SpaceX um, out of their most recent data showing that SpaceX could be, in the view of investors um, and clients, more valuable than Tesla and therefore they're bullish on Tesla. Very interesting reiteration um, of Tesla as overweight here. Now, Shifting in to what was last night, the biggest headline of the night, and that was the Netflix numbers. How did Netflix perform in their most recent quarter? Well, Q3 2021, they delivered an EPS that expanded by 83% year over year. I mean, remarkable number there. And then you come in, I, mean, I wouldn't say remarkable, that's an overshot, but pretty darn solid. Um, and then you see revenue expanding by 17.2% year over year off of that Q3 2020 revenue number that was $6.4 billion. Now, given um, the latest numbers on the revenue front here, this was Netflix's highest quarterly revenue that the company has ever experienced. Um, and that was ahead of the previous quarter's $7.3 billion. So Netflix doing pretty darn well here on the revenue and EPS front when it comes to expanding or growth metrics on a year-over-year basis. When you dig in to Netflix, you take a look. Netflix added 4.4 million new paid subscribers during the quarter or throughout the quarter, um, and that beat the uh, projection of 3.7 million or the assessment by analysts, um, bringing the total global subscriber count to a grand total of 213.6 million global subscribers. Holy smoke, solid stuff there. Now, shifting in to what was a key driver, what were the key drivers? behind Netflix, they're investing big time in those international segments. In fact, um, they now are making content in 45 new countries. Um, so a lot of product and a lot of investment going into their international front where a lot of their growth can be derived from. You take a look um, out looking to the future and Netflix, well, they gave a pretty darn good forecast. Um, they forecasted 8.5 million additions or subscriber additions in the next quarter. Um, so solid stuff there. Um, and according to them, that would bring their total 2021 um at net ads or new subs to 18.4 million. So solid numbers coming out of Netflix. Um, and the company previously gave guidance for $17 billion in total content spend for the year. Um, so roughly, if you take a look here, according to sources, um, that leaves about $4.3 billion left for the Q4 slate. Um, so very interesting stuff coming out of Netflix overall earnings pretty darn solid, but you take a look at the reaction here of Netflix today, um, and 
Moving to the downside, 2.26%. Some people selling, some people buying. Um, personally, I don't think that these earnings were all too bad. I think they're pretty darn good numbers. Squid Games definitely carrying some weight uh, there. Um, and given the very strong content slate that's going to be releasing here in Q4, um, maybe Netflix moves higher, you get some hype, um, and you get some running or some movement into uh, actionable price targets, uh, such as a few analyst price targets currently sitting or up upgraded overnight to around 750 bucks a share. Um, so very interesting action here on Netflix, maybe an opportunity. Um, maybe it's peaking here and you could see some downside action in the days to come. We'll just have to wait and see. And then finally, Bitcoin top 67K of the day, moving up to new all-time highs. Um, and we have some earnings here after the bell, after the 4 p.m. close. And we have Tesla, IBM, and Las Vegas Sands all reporting, as well as many other names. But those are three notable ones. Um, so thank you for listening to another episode of the running with the money briefing um and we will be back tomorrow to go over the biggest headlines per usual and also there'll be a deep dive dropping tomorrow as well thank you for listening eat sleep profit trade on and remember go give my boys over there at pounding the table listen they have an awesome podcast you can listen to them on Spotify, and uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. So go give them a listen. Excellent podcast, great insights, and big-time interviews. Easily Profit Trade On, and see you tomorrow.